I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. Every week, I'm going to add to your knowledge base about human interaction. We'll look at motivation, we'll look at emotion, and we'll look at decision-making, all within the context of negotiations. This is going to improve your life both organizationally and outside of the organization. Let's go. All right. Welcome to the podcast. In the last episode, we talked about lying and lying in your negotiation. And one of the things that we ended with, one of the things uh, that I suggested as a way to work against lying in your negotiation, a way to work with people that may um, be in a position where they might want to uh, lie in the negotiation, is to build a relationship. So in this podcast, we're going to take some time we're going to talk about relationships. That's going to be the focus. We're going to talk about how do you build those relationships, how do you increase those relationships, and the benefit of having those relationships in your negotiation. So let's get into it. I was at a meeting not long ago and sitting around the table and having a discussion with the gentleman that was uh, sitting to my left. And we know each other, we're friends, and we have a casual relationship. I wouldn't say that we have a deep relationship. And one of the things that uh, he started to ask was, so what is it exactly that you teach? Um, he knows that I am a professor in a college, and he asked, what is it that you teach? And as soon as I said negotiation, he wanted to tell me a story. And it was a story that meant a lot to him. So I'm going to relate that because I think that it's apropos for what we're talking about with relationships. He works in the software industry. I used to work in the software industry, and so we had some things in common, and this story became really easy for him to tell. There was a time when the major customer for his software firm had an issue with something that was going on with the software. They weren't able to get their mission-critical work done, and so they called in um, this gentleman and a couple of his coworkers and the boss. And it's always a little bit intimidating when the boss is sitting in the room and you've got to do a negotiation with your largest customer, your most major customer. And so he said everybody was sitting, uh, everybody from his company was sitting on one side of the table and everybody from the customer was sitting on the other side of the table. And there was a discussion about the issue. And at one point, the customer said, well, that's, that's our issue. We can't get our work done until you fix this problem, so what are you going to do about it? And he said that his boss stood up, picked up his chair, moved it to the other side of the table, and said, we have a problem. What are you going to do to fix it? Now, this action had an incredible impact on my friend, and that was what he wanted to relate to me in the story. This had a big impact on how he viewed his relationship, who was his relationship with, and how did, it, how did it work so that he had to get the job done in order to be successful that day. Um, because they were losing multiple dollars, um, millions of dollars, he said, over the time that um, this problem was occurring. And the boss moving to the other side of the table, I think, is a really interesting move 
Not so much because of the body language of getting up and physically moving, but for what it represents. Um, Roger Fisher, who wrote the book Getting to Yes, um, which is kind of the, the precursor to where we are in negotiation thought today, Roger Fisher always said that perspective taking in negotiation was the most critical skill. Um, similarly, Stuart Diamond, who uh, wrote the book Getting More, Stuart Diamond talks about seeing the pictures in the heads of those that we're negotiating with. And I think that both of those ideas are really, really critical. And if you look at the body language of standing up, moving a chair, physically moving, it really says, I'm here only so that I can get the perspective of the people that are important to me here. And that's something that we need to learn. We need to learn how to do that in our day-to-day negotiations. How can we take that perspective? And that's one of the major keys in building a relationship. I don't think I can oversell how important it is to take the perspective of the other side. There's some current research that's out there that shows that empathy and perspective-taking are critical in our ability for problem-solving, in our ability to... uh, take deep critical looks at issues. Um, That critical thinking ability is so important to finding the best outcome in our negotiations. And knowing that, we want to take that perspective. We want to empathize with the other party. And we want to think, hey, here's a problem. How are we going to solve this problem? And take the perspective of the person for whom it's a problem. And think about ways that we can implement processes to think that through, to think about perspective other than our own. Oftentimes we go into a negotiation with such deep information about what am I here to accomplish? How do I get my interest met? How do I get my outcome? How can I benefit in this negotiation? And really what we're missing is we're missing the other side. How can the other side benefit? How can those that are involved in the negotiation that are not me, how do they benefit? Why are they even here negotiating with me? What is it that they could possibly want? What is it that I can possibly provide to them so that they walk out better off than they walked in? So if we approach our negotiation with the idea that empathy and perspective taking is one of the most critical aspects of critical thinking and problem solving and getting to the best outcome, I want to ask you this. Is it easier to empathize with somebody with whom you have a relationship? Is it easier to take the perspective of somebody that you have some prior knowledge of? And I think that it is. I think it's much easier for me to understand your position, what you're trying to accomplish, if we've had discussions in the past, If I know what's critical for you, if I know what's important to you, and I've already thought that through before we sit down and start to negotiate. So we want to build that relationship. We want to walk into a negotiation with an understanding of why. Why are you here? What are those pictures in your head? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? What's most important to get from this interdependence. Because this interdependence, remember, 
the interdependence is the critical factor. That's how we leverage the relationship into more gain. So if I can have a better understanding of that interdependence, it allows me to get to a better outcome. It allows me to use the process so that I can understand what's most important to you, try and get you that benefit so that I can get back the benefit that's most important to me. This won't work very well if you're trying to dominate the other party. In our relationships, we need to embrace that interdependence. We need to embrace the value that other people bring. And negotiators that are out trying to be dominant, negotiators that are out trying to win the competitive game, are not as able to take that perspective. They're not as able to put themselves in the place that the other parties are in. Because if I'm trying to dominate you, if I'm trying to get what's what I want and I don't care about what you get, it's really hard for me to put myself in that position. It's hard for me to put myself in the position and say, that's okay if the other party is trying to take advantage of me. I don't like that. So in order to not, uh, in order to be able to empathize, in order to be able to take the perspective of the other party, I've got to treat the other party in a way that I want the other party to treat me. And that is a critical factor here. I know I'm giving you a lot here that I say is critical. And one of the reasons is I don't think I can I don't think I can oversell the importance of the relationship to a positive process and a positive outcome in your negotiations. When we negotiate with somebody with whom we have a relationship, we are better. We act better towards them. Um, We treat them better. That allows us to get to better outcomes. Everything is better when we are in that positive relationship, when we are doing positive things for the other party. When we negotiate and we have no regard for the relationship, what we're doing is we're involved in an interaction with people that are cautious, they're very positional, which means as soon as they put an offer out there, as soon as they put a concession out there, they stick to it. They're gonna stay with that position. They're not gonna be open to other possibilities. That positional bargaining becomes very defensive. And when I have a cautious, positional, defensive bargainer, somebody within the negotiation that has those traits, trust is very difficult. And if I can't build trust, if I can't build that through the relationship, then I have to build it through other means. And a lot of times we put in proxies for trust. We'll build contingencies in. We'll say, I can only give you this if. I can only work with you if you sign this long-term deal. I can only give you this pricing if you sign this long. And we build contingencies in. Now, there's nothing wrong with contingencies. But I don't want those contingencies to be in place of trust. I want to build that trust. The trust facilitates easier interactions and greater outcomes. So I need to build that relationship. And the way that I want to build that relationship, now it's going to be somewhat idiosyncratic. Everybody is different. Some people like to build relationships in different ways. Some people love small talk. Some people want to talk about their kids. Some people want to talk about the weather or 
the sports game, right? So uh, there's a lot of people that want to talk about what's going on with basketball right now or with football right now. And that's an important thing to understand. People build those relationships differently. The way that you can best build that relationship is through some transparency. If we're talking about something that is not as important to me, I want to make sure that I let you know, hey, here's what's important to me. This is this is my contribution to the relationship. And I want to know what your contribution to the relationship is. And if they're different, that's okay, but let's be transparent about that. And it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to build those relationships, but that time will be worth it. After we put the time in of uh, understanding each other and some transparency, then what we want to do is we want to share some trustworthy information. I'm going to give you something of value. And notice I said, I'm going to give. I'm not going to wait for other parties in my interactions to give me information. I'm going to give information. I'm going to be the one that brings some value to our interaction. I will give you the information that you desire because that shows that I'm trustworthy. That shows that the relationship is important to me. Now, I'm not going to give away the farm. I'm not going to tell you things that I shouldn't tell you. I'm not going to tell you things that you can leverage against me in a negotiation. But I am going to give you valuable information. And it's going to be centered around my interests. It's going to be centered around why am I even there to negotiate? I'm going to paint the picture in my head for you. I'm going to give you that information so you don't have to guess. So that perspective taking becomes really easy for you. And in return, I'm going to ask you to paint the picture for me. Tell me what's important to you. Tell me why you're here. And that's going to build that relationship. If I can give you that value, if I can give you some information that's positive, that helps us understand each other better, I'm going to ask for that back. Tell me about you. Tell me what you hope to gain. Tell me how this relationship works. Tell me how you benefit. That's how we get to greater outcomes. The research supports this idea. The research is clear. The other thing that we have to take into account is our own moral and ethical ideas about how this works. And I take mine from the book of Romans where it says we want to be patient. We want to contribute to the needs of others. Um, this is from Romans 12 that says when people persecute you, instead of cursing them back, let's bless them. And I think about that in a negotiation standpoint. There are going to be difficult people that you negotiate with. There are two ways that you can approach it. You can approach it as getting defensive. You can approach it as being competitive back, being negative back. And what that's going to do is it's going to produce a relationship that's tense. It's going to produce an interaction that doesn't go anywhere. And the research tells us this too. It's not just scripture that leads us down this path. So if the research corroborates and scripture tells us this, we need to take this seriously. So instead of that, look for that way that I can share something with you. Look for that way that I can benefit you. And that's the way that we can build that relationship. 
And then in the situation of the difficult negotiator or the lying negotiator, as we talked about in the last podcast, if I'm there building you up, if I'm living in harmony with you, that makes it really difficult for you to continue to be a competitive, divisive, angry negotiator. Instead, you're going to look for the ways that you can work with me because I'm pleasant to work with. And that's really what we're trying to do. I'm trying to show you the picture in my head. If the picture in my head is of an angry, divisive negotiator in response to your divisiveness, it's just going to breed more. So let's look for that positive way that we can interact. Look for that positive way that we can build people up. That's how we build relationships. And relationships lead us to better outcomes. It's going to facilitate the process and it's going to make the outcomes come easier. So now as part of our relationship, I'm going to ask you, if you're getting some benefit from this, forward this on to people that you know. Let them know about this podcast. I'd really like to build my audience. So forward, um, forward from social media, let people know, let people understand this is out there and I want to benefit as many people as I can with this podcast. So thank you for that. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at meyernegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.